0: Hello everyone! (laughs) Hi guys, it's Shelby. Welcome to Not Your Regular Coach. Today, it's me. Just me. Just me chatting. So, I have lived like 13,000 lives. I've done fitness stuff, modeling, cheerleading, eating disorder recovery coaching, working in a government agency. I (laughs) I think that's like the epitome of I can't figure out what I'm doing with my life. Um, or at least it was. So something that I never, ever, ever really get into and talk about is when I was modeling. And so I don't like, if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh my God, like this isn't supposed to be Shelby chats about her glory days. This is more kind of like a little insider information into that world because it is, um, interesting. It can be really interesting, and especially for somebody who has an eating disorder and is actively in the industry, it's just really, really not so good. So I'm making this episode because I wish that I would have heard an episode like this when I was sick. And I'm not saying this about everybody because I definitely don't believe this at all. But I do believe that for me, the only reason I wanted to even get into that was because it was like the ultimate form of validation to have literally people be like, yeah, let's choose you because of the way you look or your body or whatever. And then being able to be like, hey, guys, like I just did. I don't know. It was just like, the ultimate form of validation, I guess, that I was looking for, but, like, didn't really work at all. Actually, probably backfired. What's up, guys? This This is is Shelby, and welcome welcome to Not Your Regular regular Coach Podcast. (laughs) So I'm just going to, like, talk a little bit, okay? Today's a little little solo dolo, just a little about how that kind of started and what it was like and Again, remember this was almost 10 years ago when it started. So I'm sure a lot of things have changed, but I think as someone who hasn't eating disorder or people who are really like into the way that they look or want to look a certain way and want to be accepted and want people to like them, like it's really important that you kind of <laughs> know what you're getting into before that because I think a lot of times these types of jobs can actually make it worse, um, especially if you are not ready. So I think, honestly, my new motto is in in order to do like modeling, acting, all of those things, I feel like you have to be a really secure person. Um, Because if you're going in based off of insecurities, then the insecurities are just going to get worse and you're just going to flourish. I mean, that's how I I felt. Again, like I said, I wish that I would have heard this (laughs) 10, 9, 8, 7 years ago. Um, so this is also something that like a lot of people don't know because I don't know, it's just not my vibe anymore. But my Instagram, so the same Instagram that I have right now, which is just at Shelby Schling, my name, shameless plug, it used to be Shelbfit. Okay, so if you were back in the days of like 2014, I was Shelbfit and I was posting on Instagram here's how to make the best egg white pancake banana disgusting thing and like telling everyone yeah health is so amazing and at this point too this is also important to realize I also had thought I believed that I was recovered because I had gotten sick first in high school and then the beginning of college um and I did do a little bit better between the like second year and graduating college and so then I just became like quote-unquote fit girl and to me that was like oh i'm recovered and this is just my thing now i just really care about health and i love food and i love people and i love the gym but it was really <laughs> unhealthy and i think i just like wasn't really ready to understand or hear that. So it kind of got me into this little interesting era of of my life where if you do know the Shelby Fit Days, those posts are so cringy. And I have, I don't think I have many of them left. A lot of them are archived, but sometimes I just like happen to see some of the old stuff and I'm like, this is so problematic. Like I was so problematic. And that's why I have empathy for people who are like, quote-unquote, in recovery, but posting these things that are, like, probably not really helpful, um, because I do think, like, nobody does it on purpose. I think you actually are trying to convince yourself that, like, you're getting better or you are better um, because you want to, like, hold on to a piece of it, so you just kind of tell yourself, like, oh, no, this is normal, this is fine, like, this is an eating disorder, this is fine. Um, so that's kind of what I was doing. This is where I was at in my life right now, uh, doing the the whole gym thing, but not not in a good way. So eh, let's set the scene. I graduate 2013 of college. Yes, I am a thousand years old. Oh wait, 2013. Oh, it was ten years ago. Okay, I was like, is that 20 years ago? No. <laughs> 10. Okay. 10 years ago, she graduates. She moves across the country with her boyfriend at the time who is just, you know, that relationship wasn't great, but it's okay. And I remember, and this is so bad. I can't believe I'm saying this right now. I remember my senior year of college, there was a girl who I always thought was like so cool and pretty and everyone liked her and and she was a cheerleader. Like a professional cheerleader, so I was like, "Oh, well, if I just become a professional cheerleader, then like my life will be fine, and everyone will love me, and I'll be perfect, and I don't have to worry about anything, and I'll just love myself." Mm. So then we went that route. Okay, mind you, I literally cannot dance. Like, yes, I was a cheerleader, but not a dancey cheerleader. And so when they were telling me to do stuff like, "Oh, do a single pirouette, do a double pirouette, do a calypso," I was like. What? Like I literally didn't even know what that meant. I was like, what? So I was bad, like bad. Okay. Let's just keep that in mind. I am not good. I'm trying out for these teams. <laughs> I make it pretty far. And honestly, I think that's just because it, I don't know. I think it's because of my, I was just like nice. I, like, I really don't know, <laughs> but I ended up making it pretty far in NFL tryouts. Um, didn't get on the team the last, Round, so I was like the last person cut, and that made me so insecure and upset. And I like, I knew I sucked, but I also sometimes you like to live in a fantasy world and not actually know what's going on. So, of course, I'm like, Oh my god, I don't understand why didn't I make it? Whatever. So, I'm living in Maryland, lacrosse is a huge, 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 huge sport in Maryland. So, I'm like, All right, I'll do this like smaller team so then I can make. The NFL team next year. So I do professional cheerleading um, for lacrosse. And I met a lot of people and it was great. And through that, all of the community. So like whether you're cheering for lacrosse, soccer, which like, yes, is a thing. It's actually a pretty big thing um, in Maryland. Uh, Football, basketball, whatever. Everybody already starts to know each other. Okay. So you you start to meet these people. So I'm now doing this thing, trying to be this person that I'm (laughs) definitely not and this is like where the beginning of the validation train starts. So I'm doing this, whatever, not very good at it, whatever. I'm still in my era of like fit mama, like bleach my hair, get a million pounds of makeup on my face. Like it's so different than right now. So I was told like, oh, you you have a great body. And people would always comment and be like, how do I get your body and stuff like that. So this sounds really bad and I'm not even trying to make it seem like what I'm about to say is this is not like a pump up this is like a very (laughs) pump down for myself I think the only reason that I was on these teams was because of the way that I looked and that's really fucked but like I really think that so then I think also I kind of knew that because of my body and like what people were saying so that just fed into the eating disorder 9,000 million times more I meet a photographer. Okay, so I meet the photographer who does the photos for the cheerleaders in the NFL. So I'm like, what better way than to have a photo shoot with this photographer than to just like feel great? So I had a photo shoot. First, we just did like regular headshots, whatever. Then we did a fitness photo shoot, which mind you, I had never done this in my life. Never, ever, ever. So I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm so insecure. I'm like not doing well the whole time all I can think about is how insecure I am and whatever. So I don't know. That that happens. And then I get the pictures back. And now I think now we're in 2014. We're in 2014. So it's been a year since graduation. I was like, you know what? What why 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 not just like try to randomly send these out to people on the internet and see what happens? And by that I mean like agencies, right? So I start sending them out to random agencies. I know nothing. Again, here I am. This is a thing. And I don't know why I get myself into these things, but like I just <laughs> start, I don't know. I just start like sending it. And then somehow I get myself into these really interesting, weird situations. So I start sending out these pictures, whatever. A lot of people don't answer or they're like, no. I did get some people that answered and now you have to like go and do an interview, right? So I just went all over the United States basically and just like applied. I was like, yeah, here. I think I even applied for like Ford models, which is, (laughs) which is like hilarious because I mean, that's one of the biggest agencies in the world. And regardless of what I was doing with my body, like I've, I'm not five, nine and I'm not just, I don't have that fashion body type i never have so like i don't know i was trying to maybe just wish myself into that but it wasn't that just doesn't work so i was like all right well then i'll be uh i'll be a lifestyle fitness model whatever so i submit to like fitness agencies i do hear back from some and again i have no idea what's going on and i don't know how this works at all and I ended up siding with one that was across the country, so that was stupid because I lived in at this point. I was now living in Virginia, um, so I don't know what I was doing with that. But again, I don't think it really mattered. I think it was just for me to be able to like say that I was doing it, which is so fucked, and I can't believe I'm admitting that. But like, it's true. And so that happens, and then I get a couple other ones of that are like closer. So there's one in Pennsylvania, there was one in Boston, whatever. I have to like do these interviews. The interviews are interesting. So one of them at this point, also, you have to remember I'm in cheer mode. I have fake tan, huge eyelashes thinking that's cute. And I remember a lot of places did say to me, like, you need to get rid of your eyelashes. And I was like, okay. And then a lot of other places would say like, either we have too many people that look like you or like, you're not tall enough. You don't fit the measurements because nobody really wants a model that can only do fitness. Like, They want somebody who can do that and also do runway or, like, whatever. And, like I said, that was never, it doesn't matter what I did to my body, that was never happening. So I'm, like, getting told left and right, like, your measurements are a little off. And then there's this whole thing about, like, your measurements need to match up. So, like, if you have a certain measurement on your boobs, it has to, like, match up with your butt. And then you're, like, it's just, like crazy. Okay. So literally you're going, people are staring at you and looking at you, measuring your body and telling you whether you're good enough or not, which is so bad. Okay. Especially for someone who has issues. So that's happening. A lot of, a lot of turndowns. Um, I also think a lot of this too, like people aren't very, they don't really care. They're not very nice. So they'll be like, yeah, thanks for coming out. But like, no. <laughs> and, and so then obviously all you think is like, what's wrong with me? Why do I like, whatever. I did. And I will say, and I'm going to put this in here because I did never want to shit on this um, agency. I had one in Boston and I actually really, really loved them. They were very, very different in the sense that like, they took all different types of bodies and this was like before that became cool so I think now it's like better because there's a lot of different body types in the modeling industry but that was not happening 10 years ago so they were really really great and I do love them and I loved the owner he was so understanding and amazing and like I he cared about my life so I will say that was definitely something that I don't regret at all uh but with that also I always was like comparing myself to the other girls and saying like well why does she get to do this and she's doing that and I don't look good enough for this or like I tried out for that and she got it which means she's better than me and I'm like oh it's just like so exhausting and terrible um so that's happening now here we go here we're just going to take a little a little little trip okay so now let's say like I'm working with a couple places some of them are great. Some of them are terrible. Some of them don't really care about me and forget that I exist. And I now, like I just kind of mentioned, have to go to castings. So castings is a whole nother thing, right? Like you go into a room there are mm, probably like five, six people sitting there at a table staring at you, like legit. And let's say that it's for clothing, right? So you would try their clothing on. Now, again, it doesn't matter what I did to my body, my body shape, and this is for everyone. Like heads up, you can't change your body shape. Like you can't. So yes, you can lose weight, but like you're not changing. I'm not going to magically grow like my legs four inches longer. It's just it's just not happening. So a lot of clothes didn't fit me right, regardless, because I had shorter legs and like bigger thighs, even even in the days. So. I try on a lot of clothes. Nothing fits. People are like, oh, yeah, no, like that doesn't really work or like the pants are too long or they don't fit or they don't button or the shorts are too tight or whatever. So that was super discouraging. And as you can imagine, made me want to get even worse because I was like, well, if I need to if I want to be successful in this, then I have to do more. And this is why I said that I love the Boston agency because they never promoted that. But other places did for sure. They'd be like, you have to lose more off your hips. You have to lose more off your hips. And I was like, bro, I can't, if I literally lose more, like I can't, but obviously like I tried. And so that's how I continued to get sicker. And, and like the ironic part of that is that no matter what I did, like I said, I couldn't change my body shape. So I was basically just miserable and in the same position and things weren't going well. Like it just wasn't looking good. And so, so now we're doing this, this is like, Insecurity central, right? And you're around all these other people, all these other body types, people who have done this for years, people who do this as their full time job, like girls who are talking about being in New York or being in whatever. And I'm just like, literally, what's going on? Like, where am I? You're in a room, people are literally staring at you. Okay, like I said, we're back, we're back to this. And they'll look and be like, "Mm, yeah, the clothes don't fit. Mm, Yeah, her measurements aren't right. Mm, Yeah, mm, she looks a little young. Ooh, I don't like her face. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not. (laughs) I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. And they have no shame. And they'll say in front of your face. So now you're telling somebody who's super insecure with an eating sweater that they are not pretty enough or good enough or their body's not good enough. So like literally worst case scenario. So that obviously wasn't helping out my sitch. Um, there were times when I would do stuff and I would get some jobs and I hated it. And I think I hated it because I was so insecure. So like, even if I was chosen for something, I would always be like, oh, these don't fit. Or like, this doesn't look the same as it looks over there on that girl. Or, oh, like I, my body isn't that X, Y, Z. And it was just like comparison central, literally terrible. And super insecure. So like, I'm sorry, but when you're insecure in front of a camera, like it's really not cute. And so that's the other thing too, is like, I, I like that now we're kind of embracing different body types, because if everybody in the modeling industry has an eating disorder, and is literally like dying, then it's not like, there's no way that you're showing up super secure and confident for a photo shoot. Like this just not happening. So it's awkward. I like, I knew it was awkward. I felt awkward. I was all constantly like, what are they thinking of me? These people think I'm terrible. These people hate me. Like it was like literally ridiculous. Okay. And again, I want to say that I know this is like first world problems and this is (laughs) like, I'm not trying to make this sound like, Oh my God, poor me. I'm just trying to literally tell you, What it was like, and hopefully get somebody in this position to like rethink it. And I'm not against modeling; I'm not against any of that at all. But I think you need to be in a really good headspace, and you probably shouldn't have an active eating disorder because it's really not not going to be good. So that's happening. I'm basically like sitting around all day, anxious, wondering if I'm ever going to be dropped, if anything's ever going to happen, if I'll get called for anything, if I won't. Like it's just literally added so much stress um i remember this one exact moment and this is so bad but so the agency in boston they had when they had new people up they would have you on the main page all right so like you'd go to the website and it would be there'd be like a list of people and the new people would be on the front page i think after a couple months i checked and i wasn't there anymore and then i was like what the fuck like (laughs) did they take me off? Like what's happening? And then there's like this section, if you click on it and it'll say lifestyle or whatever. And lifestyle are just basically the people who didn't fit like the measurements of a typical model. So one day I will click on it and I'm in lifestyle and this is so ridiculous. And I like, I feel like this is like kind of me talking through this as therapy for myself because it's so sad and just like, that this is where my mind was at. But I remember when I got moved, I was, I, I vividly remember this. I'm in a parking lot. I'm going to get, I think I was getting lunch or something. I was with my ex. I started screaming because to me, like I had put all of my self-worth into this, right? And that's the issue. So now to me, that was like, you're not good enough times 10. I started screaming and crying and like driving. Like I wish that I was kidding. I'm not kidding. In the middle of a parking lot. And I was like, that's it. Like, I can't do this. Like, I'm done. Like, I hate. Like, I'm never going to be successful. And I'm like having a full fucking meltdown about nothing. But that just goes to show like how, number one, insecure I was. And number two, like I said, how much I put my worth into that. Because for a really long time, and I would even say still, this is like something I work on. I feel like I connect to or I like attach to one thing. And I'm like, okay. This is how I know that i'm good enough because i'm good at this or like i'm good at that And then the second that i'm not good at it or the second that it doesn't go right. It's like I have no sense of self and so obviously that's a million billion trillion times better, but 10 years ago No, and I wasn't even aware of that. Like I didn't have these woke moments yet I I didn't I had no clue. I just was like facts. I suck. I'm not good at like whatever So I have a panic attack Anyways, finally, I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I have to get over it. I think I like emailed them and asked, (laughs) like, I was so annoying. But I was like, okay, well, there's really nothing I can do about that. And then here's the other thing. A lot of these like, quote unquote, modeling jobs, especially for people who, again, like, I know I said this a million times, but don't, aren't the right height or don't fit the right measurements are more of a like, mm, I don't even know how to say this, like exploitation, (laughs) So a lot of the jobs and stuff that I would do also were, oh, hey guys, we have this fundraiser for this like super, super rich company or family or whatever it was. We need girls to be there in like little tiny black dresses, just walking around, like giving people drinks. And at the time I was like, oh my God, they think I'm cool. Like they think I'm cool. So I I remember doing stuff like that. Or I remember one time, this is the worst there was a guy had like a private jet company or something and he was like i don't know 50 and he had like a bunch of other i don't even understand how this works i don't know if they were like buying into the company i don't know if they were like in the company i don't know what's going on but basically they hired four of us to come in these like tiny black dresses and just walk around we didn't even do anything we had no purpose we were just walking around okay so that's great and it's all these like older men and we're just like strolling around and our job is to talk to them, which is like, is that an escort? Like kind kind of I don't I don't know what that is, but that was literally our job. And I don't even know if we got paid. That's really bad. whatever. this is this is why it's so bad because, like you can take such insecure young girls and like, do whatever you want, basically, because they're just dying for validation and to feel like good enough. So, this is the issue. This is honestly why I'm making this episode. So, we're walking around whatever, wearing dresses. We're doing nothing. And I remember they were, like, taking pictures of us on the plane. And, like, it was just really fucking weird. Looking back now, it was being used. Like, I was used. So, I. it's like you think, oh my god, this is so amazing. Or, like, people, of course, I'm sure I posted it because, like, obviously well, <laughs> I need all the attention I can get. And people look at it and they're like, Oh wow. Like she's just really happy and like made it. But the whole time I'm walking around like, Oh my God, how does my stomach look? Oh my God, my arms. Oh my God, my face. Oh my God. I'm not like, whatever. And so it's not even like you're enjoying it. You're just literally sitting there like a anxious wreck. And it's just, it just isn't good. Like that's not right in any way, shape or form. So I don't, think it's right and I and again I've never been in like I'm not Leonardo DiCaprio so I can't tell you like full straight Hollywood stories but I can only imagine that it's a million times worse and so I if again like it If you don't have the most secure brain in the planet, it's going to be a really, really hard industry because there's always going to be something and you're always going to be shut down. You're always going to be told that you're not good enough. And even if you're told or even if you're picked for something, then there's a million things that come after that of like, oh, well, you don't look good in shorts. Oh, she did. Like, they'll just say stuff like that. They treat you like you're like a object, like you're not there, like you don't hear like it literally. They'll be like oh, those don't look right. Oh, that looks terrible. Oh, she really has a dumpy ass. Like, I'm not like, those are things that are said. And so, and it's just like, nobody even pays attention that you're a person. And this isn't everyone. This is, you know, there have been amazing brands. And so I definitely, again, this isn't like a shit on the industry. This is like just the reality of the situation. And it's, it's just, especially when you're younger, like it's, it's not good because all you're trying to do is make it and you're kind of like do whatever you can. And I think that's how people get into these like really, really bad situations. Luckily, I never got into an acutely terrible situation. It was more of just a slow demise. Um, So I don't know what's worse, but I do know people that had gotten into really bad situations. And so all in all, it's just not not good. And especially for somebody who's not mentally stable, not not thriving. So those were types of things that I did like that too. So it's like, I think a lot of times people are like, oh my God, modeling glamorous, but like low key, you could be doing stuff like that. And then the next day be like wearing nurse scrubs, which I was doing. And then just like, it's not, it's it's not always as glamorous as it seems. And it's it's just kind of really like, if you think about it when you go into stores and I think about this all the time now, when you go into stores and let's say any store let's say tj maxx and you see a person on like the picture or whatever that's hanging in the store right you look at that and you just think like oh yeah a nice picture whatever but there's so much behind that picture and like it and the it's just it's crazy to me and all that's all i can think about now is like fuck those people like to get in that photo went through so much. And it was like hell. And here they are just literally hanging in a TJ Maxx in the middle of nowhere. And like, they're doing all this work and self-deprecation. And this is not everybody. Again, there are normal people. I was not one to just be hanging on a picture in TJ Maxx. And you probably made like $500. And then they were like, bye. Talk to you never. And so it's just kind of ridiculous that like this is even a thing that we like spend so much money on this, and it, I, it's just this is society. And then the other issue <clears throat> is photoshopping. I remember I did this one. Okay, this might have been one of my first ones. I think it was a yoga brand, and it was in New York. I, I don't even know. I had no idea what I was doing. They were like, "Can you do a child's pose?" And I did a child's pose, and then they were like, "No, that's not right." And I was like, "Okay, well," they're like, "We need your ass to." Completely touch your heels, please. And I was like, I don't think my anatomy can do that. So then they would like literally, I don't even know how this is possible, but like Photoshop it. Like I don't know if they put my face on someone else's body, but I just know the photo at the end did not look like me. And I think it was going on some like cover of, I don't even know, it was going on to some like box, like you know, those like fitness band boxes. Like it was something like that, which again, you look at that and it's like, you don't even notice you're just like oh there's a girl on there doing bands like who cares and then behind the scenes it was like that was so much um so you either do that or you look at it and you're like oh my god i want to look like that not knowing that the girl behind there literally is probably photoshopped and also sick so that's another issue with all of this but i remember anyways i was on the box and like it was my face i think and i think it ended up on like an I don't even know. This is the other thing. Like, once you have your image out there, people can literally just like buy it and do whatever they want with it. So I'm like pretty sure that's what happened because I I I was like, that's not me. Like, there's no way that's me. My face was completely edited. Like, I think my eye color was different. My like mole on my face was gone. It, It didn't even look like me, and so. I actually knew, like, I had enough sense in that moment to be like, this is not good. Like, (laughs) why did they make my face look like that? So, of course, that brings on, like, well, my face isn't good enough, whatever. And, but then to Sally, who's going to the store and picking up this random box, is like, oh my God, that girl's face is like flawless. So, in a way, I think it has helped me realize that, like, so much of the shit out there is fake. Like, when I tell you that you can put people's body parts, together like that happens and so it's ridiculous and I think people say that all the time and everyone's like oh well you can't trust a a picture but obviously we trust pictures because we see them and we're like we have eyes but I'm telling you right now don't trust the pictures like it's really just usually totally edited and I think that's gotten so 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 much better too but at the time it was so bad So now let's think about this what are what are the perks that we're getting like mm, I'm gonna go with mental health is declining self-esteem is declining even if I have a moment of like yay I did it like I got this whatever it lasts for like three seconds and then you feel like shit again so that is fun what else is happening I'm being sexually exploited uh it's just uh, now I have even more of the idea that like the only thing that matters is my body and the way I look and then I could use that as an excuse to be like, well, I have to do X, Y, and Z because it's my job. But like, girl, it's not your job. You're making like $500 and like nobody cares that you're on a poster in a nursing shop. Like nobody. So it's like you're doing all of this or first searching for some sort of validation, some sort of reason, some sort of purpose, I guess. I don't even know if that's the word. I guess just like to feel good for four seconds about yourself and then feel worse And so when I think about it, I'm like, what was, like, like? how was that helpful to me? It wasn't. I think it just kept me, like, going enough to feel okay enough about myself. But it was, again, it was really, really fake. And then it just fed into all of the other behaviors. And then, like, of course, you're around other people that have mental health issues. Not everybody. I know I've said this a million times. There actually really are stable people doing this, which is, like, crazy to me. Um, But... (laughs) for the most part like we're kind of all comparing and covering up and pulling up our pants or like pulling down or like staring at the girl next to you and comparing and it's just like what the fuck is going on and I just can't even believe that that this is a thing like now that I think about it it's just so so sad and it's just so unnecessary like hopefully now that we have AI can we just like AI shit because you know those like things that are going around on tiktok the like pictures from the 90s or whatever and they literally just like totally make people up let's just do that maybe because then we don't like i don't know ruin people's mental health um so mental health and i kind of touched on this is so important and I, i don't even think it's just this industry i would say anything that you are visualized so if it's acting even if it's theater if it's broadway if it's Anything, the news, like the weatherman, and anything, anything where you're putting yourself out there to literally be judged by a million people, if you cannot handle that, then like do not do it. Because I'm telling you right now, no matter what, you could be, you can be Gigi Hadid, right? There are people out there that say she's ugly, she looks like a horse, she's disgusting, her body's gross, Bella is so much prettier. Like she's fucking Gigi Hadid, and people are saying that, and you Better believe that she has had to probably go through a shit ton of stuff to be able to be secure enough that she's okay with those comments. And that's on a large scale, right? So now you're really like millions and millions and millions of people have their ability to give opinions. And I, as much as like we all think, oh, I really wish that that was me, or like I'd be so happy if that were me, I really question that because. It must be really hard to have articles written about you that say you've gained weight or like you didn't lose your baby weight or your face needs help or you got plastic surgery when you didn't or they edited your face on a box or whatever magazine vogue let's let's go let's go big and now everybody is saying you got a nose job when really you didn't it's just that they edited your nose because they thought it wasn't good enough so now you're like oh so my nose isn't good enough and now everyone's saying you got a nose job and now everyone's commenting and saying it looks better or worse and you didn't get a fucking nose job so it's like I can't imagine being on on that scale. Uh, And obviously, this is not something that I do anymore. And I don't think there were parts that I actually enjoyed. And that was acting. I, I actually really loved speaking in front of the camera. And I loved like pretending to be somebody else. So if stuff like that comes up every now and then I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, let's do it. But it has to be a chill brand. It's I'm not going in for like, Betty's waist trimmer. And Betty's waist trimmer is also a fucking lie. Like I remember I was on an infomercial for <clears throat> this like stair stepper that wasn't, I don't even know what it was. It was ridiculous. It was a piece of plastic that sucked and was breaking. And it's saying like, get the abs, do this today. Like that makes me ill that I was a part of that stuff, but it's just what happened. And it's part of my journey. And I think had that had not happened, I wouldn't be able to have this perspective. So for that, I'm like really grateful, but for what it's worth. Like, I don't know if it was worth it for the toll it took on my mental health for years. And so it's really not like, I know this is so I'm sure people are listening to this and being like, Oh my God, this is so like cringe and annoying. And it's really not supposed to be cringe and annoying. It's supposed to say that number one, this is not the way to feel good about yourself it's really not like if anything it makes you feel worse number two it's not as glamorous as it seems when you see all of these like models on magazines and doing all these things because they're still they're famous as fuck and they are still being told you need to lose weight you need to not do this your you know, sister looks better than you your mom looks better than you you don't look like how you looked three years ago when you were 17 you're not whatever like you need to fix your teeth you need to fix if it's always something so yes it might look great because it, everybody's like wow I wish that was me wow I wish I was that pretty oh wow I wish I looked like that but like I I would be really willing to say that it really fucks these famous people up a little bit because no human being can just be ridiculed like that or judged like that and especially on the way that you look in your body without having some sort of mental health issue pop up. And obviously, I'm not and never was like <laughs> strutting the runway for Vogue or strutting the runway for Balenciaga. And so this was on a, such a lower scale. And I think to me, like, I, I feel like at that time, I thought that if I was doing those things, if like, I could just have to do this. I'll, if I just get a little bit more, if I can just do this, if I can just do that, I'll be happy. I'll be satisfied. I'll feel good about myself. It never happened. And I really believe that like probably even on a larger scale probably is the same way. And so I guess there's two messages in this. Number one, just because somebody looks like they're crushing life and having a grand old time does not mean that they are because i was miserable miserable and i was so deep in shit and like my life was terrible and i was sick and it just like the facade that i was putting on was was unhealthy honestly for people to think and for me to give that message that i was so happy and thankful and i'm sure i have instagram posts about how grateful I was and how far I've come. And it's just like the journey was real interesting. And I know that there can be problematic things out there like that. And also you have to take everything with a grain of salt. And also you have to realize that just because you do something or try to do something that everybody seems to want or have to feel better about yourself like it doesn't work <laughs> it really doesn't work and this could go for anything this could be for making the varsity cheer team this could be for being homecoming queen this could be this could literally be anything right it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to necessarily be this huge dramatic thing but if you're looking for that quote-unquote accomplishment to then feel good about yourself it won't work. And also then you'll just move up. So you'll be like, oh, well now I'm homecoming queen. So now I need to be prom queen. Oh, I'm prom queen. Now I need to be like, I don't know, whatever comes after that. I'm valedictorian. I need to get into an Ivy league. I'm in an Ivy league. I need to get a million dollar job when I get out. And then you get the million dollar job and then you're like, oh, what about a billion dollar job? So until you're secure in yourself, there is nothing you can do that will make you feel fulfilled. And how do you get secure in yourself? Well, let me tell you, that's something we're still, we're still working on over here, but I think it's not putting on some like facade that everything is amazing and perfect and your life is great. And kind of like actually being real with yourself and you don't have to fucking share anything on the internet if you don't want to, like you really don't. So I think that also can be really problematic if you're not, if you're not ready, if you're not being yourself, if you're not authentic, if you don't even know who you are, it's just kind of like feeding into this cycle. Um, and that's kind of how, you know, like it's like, it's a cycle. It's like, I see somebody doing that. And I'm like, oh my God, I need that. I need to be her. I do it. And then I'm unhappy. And then somebody else sees it. And they're like, oh my God, I need to be her. And now we're just all fucking miserable. So moral of the story is there is nothing, no title, that can make you feel good about yourself, that can bring you the emptiness, fill the emptiness that you're looking for until you can do that on your own. And I believe that once you have that and once you are secure in yourself, then you can really kind of do whatever you want because you're coming at it from a different place. You're coming at it from a realistic, genuine, authentic place and not from a place of like, ladder climbing to feel good when it doesn't work and then in the process you're probably bringing other people down even if you don't mean to you gotta find it you gotta be scaring yourself girls it's hard it's really hard first you need to figure out what you even like and what you don't like because I didn't even like that shit like really didn't like it And I think if I had been real with myself and been like, this isn't even making me happy, like I hate this, then I probably would have saved a lot of time and I probably would have started my actual healing journey sooner. So I think you have to kind of get real with yourself there. And then also like, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're confident and you're happy, like that radiates so much more than a picture of somebody on a box that is photoshopped. Like that is not that's not it. If you're confident in yourself or have fine self-esteem, or I don't even know, fake it till you make it. Like you will go further in anything that you want to do. I promise. There's no amount of hair extensions or eyelash extensions or fitness bands that can do that for you. So... Take it from me, girls. I fucking did it. And it wasn't good. Except there were parts that were good. Like I said, I loved my Boston agency. Shout out to them. And I did meet some pretty cool people. There are cool people. There's a lot of shitty people, but there are cool people. And at the end of the day, we're all just trying to make it. So let's just try to maybe make it within ourselves first before we try to do anything because if you go in insecure to anything whether it's finance it could be literally like anything it's just it's we're already starting off on the wrong foot here so we have to kind of figure that out first and obviously i'm not saying like just quit your job and then <laughs> find yourself i'm just saying In general, like it's really important to always be working on that. And I am always working on that still because it doesn't just magically go away. It's not like I'm like, oh my God, most secure girl ever, number one. Like that's just another way to set myself up for failure and another way to put myself out there to be like, yeah, well, you should be happy because I can be happy or you should be secure because I can. It's like, nah, nothing is ever that simple and nothing is ever that, that, it's just not, it's just not that simple so there's a little insight information to that era of my life and i'm not mad about it i think it gives me a lot of perspective now doing this job and i feel for these people so let's just all try to be nice to each other (laughs) oh that's not gonna happen but we should try because it really just makes everything better and then everyone can just be more real and then we can just not have these issues So next time you're like, I have to do this to feel good about myself, I think you need to say why.